Hello, my name is Pastor Mark Sturmer with The Church International, and I would just like to say welcome to our podcast. I know God wants to use this to speak something very positive into your life. I know this will encourage you, help you grow in your walk with the Lord. And look, if you enjoy this, leave a review, make sure you share it with someone, and go ahead and subscribe so that you won't miss out on any of the messages that God wants to communicate to you. Well, look, God bless, get ready, lean in, and watch what the Lord is about to do. Do we have some world changers in the house today? Oh, you're not excited yet. Do we have some world changers in the house today? Can we erupt in this place? Come on, give God a better praise in the house. Amen. Amen. Well, you don't step into somebody's house without acknowledging those who have built the house or established the house or taking care of the house. You don't do that. That's rude, right? Like if you come to my house and you ignore me, that's rude. I'm just letting you know that. Uh, But why don't we give it up for our senior pastor, Pastor Mark and Cindy Sturmer, who have established and built but also Levi and Elle who are carrying that mantle. Come on, come on, do better for your pastor. Do better. Man, wow, amazing. Glad to be here. And like Levi was saying earlier, you are literally changing the world. As your, uh, I guess you'd say, missions pastor, uh, not only am I ministering in uh, the outermost parts of the world in Rose Pine, Louisiana. No, just picking Rose Pine. I love you guys. No, it, it, it's really not at the end of the world. I want y'all to know that. We do have a McDonald's, okay? Uh, we do. Uh, we're actually getting a Whataburger. Come on, somebody. Come on, God's moving in West Louisiana. And, uh, but, but as, as your, as your mission pastor, I also am ministering to, uh, pastors all over the world and what you are doing. And I'm here to give you the message that you are literally, literally changing the world. You are literally changing the world. The church international is seeing revival all over the world. And when we talk about campuses in Makassa or Worcester or, uh, Haley Haley, those are your camp. That is your church. Those are your pastors, and you are doing the work to change the world. Give yourself a hand clap in the house today. Amen. Well, we have a lot to cover, and a lot of energy has gone in to bring this message to you, so I hope that you lean in today uh, and that you are ready to receive all that God has for you. Are you ready? Let's prepare our hearts. Do this with me today. Participate with me. I want you to just take this posture with, with me today. Just put your hands out. Come on, just hold the TV. Just put your hands out there. Just, Amen. Some of y'all know, but anyway. Come on, I want you to say this with me. Father, I open my heart to you. I am vulnerable. I'm listening. I'm receiving. Pour your word into my heart. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, come on, one better hand clap for Jesus. There you go. See, when you open your heart up, man, you get, you get ready. Amen. Well, look, we're going to dive into some things because we are in the series called Benefits. And uh, Pastor Levi did an amazing, masterful job of really opening this. And I hope that you took notes. I hope that you've been processing that. But the reality is, is that God does have benefits for you. 
Can I get an amen? See, that, that just seems tough for Christians to believe that, that, that there's something that God has for me because we are always, always bringing things to God, and we should. God is premier. He is the first. And so we bring things to him. But do you know in that process, there are things that we benefit from the relationship. If you are in a positive relationship, notice I said positive. If you are in a positive relationship, you benefit from that relationship. If you are in a negative relationship, it drains you. Come on, somebody. Nobody's ever been in that relationship in this house. You know, 25 people. Anybody been in it? No. So it drains you because there's no benefit in the relationship. But with God, it is a positive relationship, which means he benefits from our giving thanks to him and bringing things, and and we benefit from it as well. And, And I believe Christians just need to just settle down and receive that. But there are benefits... Y'all walked through Psalms 103 last week, and you saw all of the benefits that God has for you, and I hope that you were just left rejoicing, thanking God, and woke up every week, this, this, every day this week, just thanking God for the benefits that he is ready to pour out on you. But I want to take it a step further today and let you know that not only do you have the benefits, that you can have access to those benefits, Come on, get your Bibles out, uh, because I know you're a Bible-believing church, and so watch this. Get your Bibles out, 2 Corinthians. I just want to pull out one verse in chapter 1, verse 20. This might be familiar to you. If not, it's okay. It will be after this. 2 Corinthians 1.20 says this. Now, Now, I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen to this. For all of God's promises find their yes of fulfillment in him. I'm going to explain this in a second. And it goes on and it says this, and as his yes, oh, this is good. As his yes and our amen ascend to God, notice what he says, we bring him glory. Wow. Look, we have benefits that God has stored up for us. So let me explain a few things to you, okay? So what, what Paul's talking about there is, is the fact that we have benefits, that God has benefits for us. Can I get an amen? Okay? He says that they are yes in his fulfillment and fulfilled in him. Now, how many of you know what that means? How many of y'all know where that box came from? Oh, come on, where'd that box come from? You don't even have to have a name. The label just, that's good branding right there, amen? You know that it was, it came from an Amazon fulfillment location. Y'all have one in Baton Rouge. And so you know that it has been fulfilled. You can, you can, you can bank on the, that it has been properly packaged for you. You know that it came from Amazon. Well, here's what Paul's saying. Let me give you a couple of facts. Paul is saying all of the promises of God are yes to you. Not only are they yes, but they carry his label. Come on, somebody. 
They are fulfilled. That's what he said. He is the fulfillment center. Through Jesus, they are yes and amen to you, that they are waiting for you. Come on, somebody. How many of you know Christmas is coming up? Amazon's, you know, I mean, the, 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 you're ordering off Amazon. UPS guy's going to get to know you. I have a daughter getting married next Saturday, and me and the UPS guy have gotten to know each other so well. Like, he just comes, hangs out with me now, like... I'm like, I don't think that I approve that much stuff, but every little thing comes and we just getting to know. You see, it's coming from that, that fulfillment station, okay? And when it shows up, we know. But, but, but I want you to understand what Paul's saying is that the promises of God are yes, they are there. Can I get an amen? They are there, okay? Now watch this. He says this. I'm going to try to do this. I don't know if this is going to work. It took a bunch of God. Oh, man. How many of you know that Christians ought to walk around just going, man, God has blessed me? Whew. You just go to work. You're just like, I can't handle it. Can somebody help me with these blessings? Y'all with me? Come on. No, y'all not getting it. Y'all not getting it. See, that's how God wants us walking around. We walk into our workplace. People are going, man. God's been good to you, huh? You don't even know I left some boxes at the house. They go, well, how do you you get? Because his promises are yes and amen for me. That's right. That's right. I believe it. Okay? But, But, you know, when the UPS guy comes to my house, he leaves them packages just on the other side of the door. So his promises are yes and amen, but watch this. Let me give you another fact. We act, when we access them, we bring glory to God. So you go, man, I want to glorify God in my life. Well, let's just slow it down and relax a little bit. And maybe if you would just say, God's been good to me. God, you have blessings for me. I receive them. Now watch what Paul says here. I want to go back to that. It says this. And as his yes, <laughs> as his yes and our amen... Are you with me? Ascend to God. What is he saying? We agree with God. God is going, amen. God is going, yes, you have it. We are going, amen, I believe it. When those two meet, the word says it ascends to heaven and gives glory to God. Where two agree, where two or three agree on earth, what? So it is in heaven. See, some of us might not be accessing the promises that God has for us because somebody's telling us God's got more for you and you're going, no, God doesn't have any more for me. And in that disagreement, there's no glory for God. But when we take what God has for us, look, 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 look. I love blessing my kids. You with me? But if I went out of my way and did all that I did, took my resources, took my energy and bought them something and put it there and said, baby, it's yours. And they said, hmm. Don't like it. Now we would have to rem- we'd have to move that to the side for a second. Are you with me? Like like what I'm coming at you, okay? Like you know y'all with me? Y'all y'all not with some there's no parents in here. So, but when they go, oh, Dad, thank you, I receive it. It fills my heart. It it just like all oh, the energy was worth it. 
because you just received it. That's how the Father feels. So, so, so I want you to get this. When we agree with his yes, with our amen, it brings glory to God. And we're going, God, bring it. I don't want to leave nothing on the table. Bring it all. Look, that, uh, it's okay to do that. According to scripture, it's okay to go, God, I want everything that you have for me. Now, here's the, here, here's the deal. Watch this third fact. By saying amen is not enough to access the benefits. Now watch what I'm telling you. Because we go, oh, I know God has it, doesn't mean you're accessing them. It just means you're agreeing that the fact that the, 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 the packages arrived, but doesn't mean that I've accessed them. Oh, let me bring this to you another way. Some of y'all are gonna get this in January after Christmas and all of this, amen? Watch this. Watch this. We're going we're gonna to go through the holidays, all, all, the, all the energy we spent kind of sculpting and everything for the year is just going to get blowed up. <laughs> and let me say something to you. If, if you're already celebrating Christmas and you are not giving Thanksgiving its deal, I, I'm going to give a salvation call in a minute and you can get saved. Look, we have to have Thanksgiving. Come on now. Y'all getting ahead of yourself. I'm just having fun with you. You're getting ahead of yourself with the Christmas trees. Thanksgiving, the turkey has not come yet. Turkeys come before the tree. Anyway, moving on. It is, some of us are going to feel bad in January and go, man, I need to get back in the gym. And we're going to go down there and we're going to sign up for the gym and we're going you know, to start paying our monthly payments. Let me say something to you. Because you have a gym membership doesn't mean that you are accessing the benefits of that gym. Okay, y'all with me? This is going to be gross, but I want you to see it. Like, you can walk into work and you'd be like, they're like, bro, you had a good Thanksgiving, huh? Yeah, sure did, but I got to get back in that gym. But I got a gym membership. And they're looking at you going, well, it ain't working. Y'all with me? Because you got access or you have the code to get in the gym don't mean you're going in the gym and it's, it's showing on you. you ain't, you're showing that you're not getting the benefits. See, there are Christians who have the knowledge of the access, but they're not receiving the benefits. And it's showing. Y'all hang on, I'm going to preach in a minute. Some of y'all are like, oh, man, I got to go to the gym now. <laughs> I watched this guy in the gym the other day. He just walked around. Like, I watched him. Like, I'm working out. I, was about, I work out till I almost sweat, and then I'm done. And then, but I'm watching him. He just walked around. He's, like, touching all the equipment. Walk, walked around the gym right out the door, and I'm like, that dude didn't do a thing. <laughs> See, a lot of Christians, we feel good because we know that those blessings showed up. We know that they're there, but it's showing in our lives that we're not accessing the benefits of them. God's telling us the, the package has been delivered, but now you've got to go and access it. That's what I want to talk to you about today. How do we access the benefits that God has for us? Are you with me today? 
So watch this. I need to move fast. Let's do this. Let's go to another passage, Matthew 7. Matthew 7, 7 and 8. Look, you're probably going to go, oh, I know it, but I want to teach it. Watch this. Matthew 7, 7 and 8 says this. Ask and the gift is yours. Seek and you will discover. Knock and the door will be open. For every persistent one will get what he asks for. Every persistent seeker will discover what he longs for. And everyone who knocks persistently will one day find an open door. Are you with me right now? I'm going to give you three things that will give you access to the benefits of God. But I need you to understand and I need you to acknowledge that you realize today that simply by saying amen, I know that they're there, isn't the access. We've got to stop knowing that God has something greater for us and walking around not benefiting from it. Today, I hope a shift happens in your spirit and you go, you know what, I know it, but now I'm going to access it. So here's what Jesus says in Matthew 7, is there is a way. There is a way for us to access the things that the Father has for us. And I love this door concept because all through Scripture, this door concept is just littered through Scripture. Jesus even says, I am the door. Yeah? In Revelation, he tells the church at Philadelphia, he says, I open the door that no one can close and I close the door that no one can open. Oh, so he's serious about accesses. Amen? Y'all with me? So how do we access? Look what he says. He says, number one, you have to ask. See, we can know that it's there, but we're not asking. We're going, but I feel so selfish. No, God said you ask. You have not because you ask not. You see, when we look at the concept of asking, we're really talking about this concept of prayer. And look, sometimes there is a door between us and the benefits of God, but sometimes we're just not asking enough. And sometimes we know what the door is, but we're not, we're not leaning into it. Somebody, come on, y'all with me. When he says, ask and the door will be open to you, he's saying, you need to start opening your mouth. You need to go, ah, oh, I know they're there, but Father, I'm going to ask you for access to it. God, is it okay? Look, sometimes we need to get to the door, and we need to put our hands on the door, and we need to be going, Father, I need access to your benefits. Father, I need access to the deliverance that's on the other side of this door. Father, I need access to the freedom for my children that are wrapped up in addiction. Father, I need it for my workplace. Father, right now, I'm asking you for the access to a healthy marriage. Because where I am isn't where you have for us. There is a greater benefit for this marriage than simply coexisting. Father, right now, I'm asking you. You, you understand what I'm saying? He's saying if we'll lean into the door and we'll ask and we're persistent. See, the problem is, is we go, man, I asked one time and the door didn't open. So it must not be what God has for me. Oh, you're quitting too soon. You're not desperate enough. 
You're not hungry enough for your marriage. You're not hungry enough for your freedom. Come on, somebody. You're not hungry enough for the favor of God. When you get hungry, you do different things. Oh, come on. When you get hungry, you're like, I, I don't know. I, I, you told me that, I'm going to ask. I'm asking. Father, I'm hungry for your glory. I'm hungry for your salvation. I'm hungry. I, something's got to change. All I, know, all I know to do is to ask, Father. And Lord, I'm leaning in. There's a barrier between me and the accesses. But I know that they're over there. I know that they're on the other side of this. I saw the delivery, but I need access, Father. You know the thing about you know the thing about the UPS guy is he'll only go so far. He'll only go so far. They cannot they can't come into your house and unload it. They're gonna bring it to the door, throw it on the porch, do something. But they that's it. I'm done, bro. Like showed up. And if all we do is sit in the house and we go like, hey, I know the UPS guy showed up. What did he bring you? I don't know. It's out there. Like. <laughs> that seems silly, doesn't it? But that's Christians who don't pray. I know that. I just don't pray. I just don't pray. I'll be real with you. It shows. <laughs> I go to church because they just fill me up. Were you working anything out? No. See, when we, don't, when we don't pray, sometimes we need to understand that we can't have access. Prayer is the beginning of the access, and we need to sometimes get at that barrier, and we need to start praying. He said, ask, and if we persistently ask, the door will be open to us. But you know what he also says? He says, seek. 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 If you persistently seek, you will find what you long for. This concept of seeking is finding the right key that unlocks the door. Can I get an amen? Finding the right key. And sometimes Christians just go, well, I don't have, I, I don't know what the key is. I, I just like, I, it doesn't work. And we're like, we're like, my car is going off. But we're just like, <laughs> not the right, I don't know. I don't know what the key is. I don't know, we go Sunday after Sunday, pastors are giving you keys to unlock things of God, and we're just going, I don't know what the key is. I just ask too much energy. Jesus every day, praying, journaling, spending time with God, ancient paths, like, I don't have time for all that. See, we give up. We're not seeking. When you're seeking, you're going like, okay, well, that key didn't work. Let me try this key. Okay, let me, let me, oh, that, okay, that key didn't work for that access. And we, the, the concept of seeking is, is I'm going to keep trying the keys. I'm going to keep looking for the right key because I know the packages are on the other side and I'm, I don't, I'm not good with them staying there. I want to see what's in them. When you're needing deliverance in your life, 
and you're at that place and you finally had enough, you'll start seeking. You'll start seeking. That gym membership will turn into using the equipment there and you will start seeing the benefits. It's like, I've got to do something different. When That's the concept of seeking. He says, if we persistently seek, that means we don't give up so easy. And if I don't have the key on my key ring, somebody else give me a key. You might have a key that I need. Hey, I've seen you go through that door. I see that you are accessing the benefits that I'm looking for. What did you do? Come on, somebody. Instead of being jealous because they got the benefit. We don't do that, do we? Come on, somebody. Favor ain't fair, but it sure is fun. Favor is for those who will seek it persistently. Y'all with me? Persistently. Somebody say persistently. Christians need to be a little more persistent. And look, (laughs) I drove my wife's car, and these are all the keys she has on it. You ought to see my key ring. (laughs) just big like all kinds of keys I I just like I go you know I mean my church key I use it at my house sometimes it won't let me in I'm like why won't this key work you know just like because it's the wrong key your key ring you may be like, well, I just got saved and I don't have a lot of keys. On, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know the right key for that thing. Listen, that's the beauty of the church is you get around people that have opened those doors before and their key ring's a little bit bigger than your key ring. Can I get an amen? And, and, and the church will let you, like, I want you to be delivered too. So here, use this key. I know it works. See, but if you're too prideful, you won't seek hard enough. If you're too prideful to ask or you're too prideful to keep seeking, guess what? Those benefits will just sit on the porch. They'll just sit on the porch. And we'll go, God, my life isn't blessed. He goes, yeah, it is. It's over there. You're just too prideful to seek enough. We're going, yes, amen, Father. Where are your blessings? He's like, that's not enough. You got to start asking. You got to start seeking. But watch this. You got to start knocking. Look, let me tell you something. The concept of knocking is is the action. I got to take some action. This barrier is not going to keep me from the benefits. This boundary, this addiction, this divorce, this, this, this argument is not going to keep me from the benefits that God has for me. I'm going to start taking action against it. I'm going to start knocking. I'm going to start knocking. I'm going to start knocking. I'm going to start no- Come on, somebody needs to start knocking. And look, we just go, oh, my hand's tired. Just keep knocking. Just keep knocking. Just keep going. Well, I'm going to bug God. Come on, somebody. 
Jesus tells a story of a widow that came before the judge continually, 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 till the judge just finally said, give her whatever she wants. You know why he told us that story? Because you ain't going to wear him out. You just got to start knocking. Come on, somebody. You just got to start knocking. Some of you need to start knocking. Some of you knocked before, but you gave up because the door did. He says, if you will persistently knock. Now, here's what he says. If you will persistently knock, he said, one day, one day, one day. Here it is. Here's what we're going for. The door will open. You, you might get so used to knocking. Come on, somebody. You might get so used to knocking that you forget what you're knocking for, but the Father has seen your persistence, and the door just opens, and you go, oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Look, now, look, I got direct access. Come on, Jay. I got direct access. And you start bringing those packages into the house, and you start going, come on, come on. I'm getting access to all of the benefits that God has. Look, they're no longer on the porch. They're in the house now. They're in your life now. Do you believe Jesus? He said, you better knock until the door opens. You go, I'm tired of knocking. Keep knocking. There's too many benefits for you to leave them out on the porch. Come on. There's too many thieves. Oh, there's too many thieves. that are lurking around to steal those blessings from you. He said, you better knock. And if you knock, one day, he says, one day, one day, you're going to look and that door's going to be opened. How many of you today know that God has more for you than what you're receiving right now? But I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to encourage you that you need to start asking. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere till this door opens. Father, I, I'm trying every key I got in my toolbox and everybody else's toolbox. I'm going to keep trying until the door opens. And I'm, I'm knocking. I knocked so hard on a door recently, I broke that knuckle. Let me say this to you. Stop worrying about the pain the knocking causes. If you'll endure the pain, you'll receive the blessing. And you knock. You go, God's not hearing me. Knock harder! Because one day the door is going to open. Oh, I'm here to encourage you. God's got benefits for you. But he's showing you the access. I'm also here to encourage you today that some of you are going, I know that God has a benefit for me. He's got salvation for me. But I don't know how to access it. 
let me encourage you in Revelation 3. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. And whoever opens the door, I will come in and I'll, I'll have dinner with them. And they'll have dinner with me. Some of you today, you're hearing God knocking. Right now, you're hearing God knocking. The greatest benefit for your life is salvation. And you're hearing God right now say, can I come in? Can I come in? I'm going to finish this with this recent testimony. I've been in Rose Pine for 20 years. Ministering, pastor, pastoring, pastor Ward, 20 years. Plowing rough ground concrete felt like sometimes I've been praying God would you open the door to this community God please it's hard would you open the door to this community would you open the door to this community God I, I, I don't I, I'm trying everything that I have to open this unlock this door I'm seeking what is the right key for this community God would you open this door I've been knocking I've been knocking God please I'm being persistent God I want this community open to the gospel of Jesus I want this community saved God I want this community delivered 20 years Persistently. And there's been times where I go, God, you're never going to open the door. God would just go, keep knocking. Keep asking. Keep seeking. God, I don't see it. This week, we had a couple in the community that we've ministered to through the years and they're not in the church, you know, just in the community. And they called my wife. She called my wife. She said, there's something going on in my house. And me and my wife, we have this little silent ministry of blessing people's houses. We don't advertise it, but people in the community know. And so the word of mouth, and she calls and she says, hey, I heard that you prayed over, y'all prayed over this house and it helped them. Could you come and pray over our house? We're, we're seeing things. We're experiencing things and we, we just need something to change. And we're like, yeah, okay, great. We'll be over there. I knew the family and I knew the husband. So we go over and we're listening to what, what what's going on and whole time I'm sitting there <laughs> and the husband's right here and the whole time God's going here's what God's telling me as I'm looking at this guy he goes Greg I'm knocking on his door I'm knocking on his door the whole time this, he was, the wife and the daughter were talking about encounters with God and other things and he's just sitting there and God's going I'm knocking on his door Greg I'm knocking on his door man and I said before we go any further I need to, I need to ask where are you and he was like I know and he said I just don't know how to get there. I don't know the access I said oh That's why I'm here. 
because I hear Jesus knocking. I said, if you want to get saved, you'd be saved right now. He said, I want to get saved. Big guy, weeping. Oh, I felt the Holy Spirit come all over him. Phil got saved. But wait. I looked at him and I said, buddy, I said, I know that you don't remember this. I said, but I've been here before. He looks at me. I said, 15 years ago when your daughter got saved, I came and sat in the same living room. witness to you that day and you weren't ready Jesus was knocking 15 years ago I said but God is so faithful in his knocking and his persistence I'm back full circle 15 years later just to watch you open the door just to watch you open the door let me tell you something there are benefits They don't open overnight. But if you'll be persistent, you'll see the glory of God. And he'll change your world. He'll change other people's world. And if Jesus for 15 years will knock at somebody's heart, can't we knock a little bit longer? How long had he knocked at your door? And we go, I've knocked enough. Today, he's knocking at your door. Would you stand with me in this place? You're here this morning, and you know right now, you are like that guy. I don't care how big you are. The glory of God will bring you to your knees. You're going, I've been hearing him. I've been, look, let me, I, I guarantee you, I, I, know, I know this guy. He would tell you as of today, do not wait. 15 years when you hear the knock just go come on in Jesus come on in and he's going to go hey here's your salvation and when that salvation comes into your house oh the blessings begin to unfold You're here today and you hear the knock of Jesus and he's saying, open the door. I'm going to ask you right now, if you hear that knock and you would say yes to Jesus, raise your hand right where you're at. Just raise your hand. Amen. Hands are being raised right now. All of, just keep your hand up. Come on. For the glory of God, just accept and say yes, yes, yes. I hear Jesus. Come on. Somebody's coming to you. You want to know why? Because he's bringing somebody with a few more keys. He's going to put some people around you that are going to help you open other doors. Their very presence may be the key. Come on. Now, church, what we're going to do right now is we're going to pray with them. Amen. If you raise your hand, I want you looking at me. If you raised your hand and said, I just opened the door to Jesus, I want you looking at me right now. 
Look at me. Boldness. Look, Jesus said, pick your head up because day, today is the day of salvation. You don't have to hang your head no more because you have access. And we're going to pray this with you. Come on, church, let's pray this. Father, thank you for Jesus. I declare Jesus as Lord. And I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. I accept your salvation and your access to all of the benefits that you have for me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And can all of the church say amen? amen. Come on, erupt! For the glory of God in this place. For the glory of God in this place. God bless you. God bless you. Go forth until the door opens. Amen? Amen. Amen.